0: As the battle with the Bone Devil raged on, the heroes found it cumbersome to keep up with its teleporting tactics and odd mid-battle ruminations. But the tide turned on the Devil in the end, and it was struck down. Pressing forward beyond Yegin's guard post, the heroes discovered an incredible space. A chamber filled with magma, powering some sort of hellish summoning circle a pair of fury devils discussing the applications and theories of interplanar portals, and a slow leak in the ceiling from a stagnant water source above. Ducking out before they were noticed and weighing their options, the heroes opted to return to the floors above and confront an enemy they had once passed by, perhaps in hopes of finding
1: more tools to aid in their quest.
2: So you guys know I'm not one to shy away from my my love of cartoons, and I've recently been revisiting a bunch from my childhood, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd Century, um, I did a rewatch of X-Men because of the the news that they're doing, uh, a continuation of that series, but one I discovered in my travels that I didn't even know it happened was a remake of Digimon that aired in 2020, uh-huh. so I'm about four episodes deep into it, and it's pretty good the only thing that's kind of jarring me is that the voices are different as they would be like why would i expect Mm -hmm. the dubs to be the same i don't know 20 years later but i really enjoyed digimon and this remake is is a really easy way to get back into it because they they base everything in modern day there are smartphones there are applets there's there's all kind of this new technology folded in to the same old story that we know and love So I was wondering if there's anything that you guys have seen recently or thought about recently that you would like to see either modernized or remade. I know normally it's a contentious topic, you know, remakes, remasters, uh, redos aren't as good as the original or or what have you. But every now and again, something just hits, you know.
3: Mm -hmm. Cadillacs and dinosaurs, no further questions.
2: Dope. Love it. (laughs) Love it. The Marvel version or the image version?
3: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I watched a cartoon as a kid. There were Cadillacs. There were dinosaurs. I want more of that, baby. Oh, I thought you <laughs> yeah. said walks
4: with dinosaurs, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, brother. That show was fucking <laughs> awesome. <sighs>
3: oh, yeah. If you
4: liked walks with dry- dinosaurs, try
0: drives with dinosaurs <laughs> and shoots with dinosaurs. Yeah. I, 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 think actually, I, think I actually heard...
2: Dinosaurs is a Marvel comic.
0: <laughs> I actually heard ducks and dinosaurs, and I was very confused.
3: <laughs> That's, I mean, you know, given a long enough timeline
0: one involves into the other maybe back
4: no they're not crabs
0: oh. <laughs> uh i uh, i recently rewatched uh the original toy story um which is, it's just a fun it's just a fun movie it's really really great i mean it's classic uh, yeah and I just happened to i just happened to also very coincidentally also come across a trailer for what it looks like a new small soldiers video game um and they're kind of re re looks it's a a really cool like concept trailer it's like a good five minutes long or whatever and it's really really fun um and it just it got me a little excited uh for something along those lines something a little childish but you know actiony at the same time but i don't really have anything particular in mind um i i'm yeah i'm definitely in the camp of uh i couldn't be bothered with too many remakes these days
2: gotcha i mean you played final fantasy 7 right that was a remake
0: Oh see, yeah, now mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy 7 is my favorite video game of all time, and I'm not alone. There are many, many, many people that would uh, agree with me on that. But um, well, why it's the, so bad? Uh, it's no, it's well, it's it's not great, but it's great. <laughs> But the remake is the the remake the remake <laughs> was exceptionally well done, uh, and they even like took some liberties in retelling their own story, and those liberties were not like terribly awful. And they were, and you know they're they're kind of really compiling the story of Final Fantasy VII because it's had so many different games and things attached to it over over the decades at this point. Um, but um, it, uh, they're kind of like weaving it all in together now and, and I'm I'm super here for it. But that's a mad, mad nostalgic value built in there for sure.
2: Hmm. Yeah, like I mean that's the only month. reason to remake anything.
3: And then you need to remake Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within.
5: <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. Right <laughs> Shots fired. I'm going to hop in here, and but mine isn't a game or a show. It's A concert tour. I want to see a modern version of the Family Values tour. Corn and Limp Bizkit. Roll through my town, please. That'd be wild. You can't tell me that wouldn't be fucking amazing.
3: I got to see Corn and Disturbed once, uh, long after they were popular. And it was a great time. I loved it.
4: (laughs) Uh, For me, they did remake the thing that I always wanted remade, and that was Dune
5: ah oh, oh the movie yeah. right yeah
4: yeah like the 1980s like i know people love that and i'm not i'm not gonna dive into hating on that but the new one with denise villeneuve, villeneuve? Villeneuve? yeah, vanu villeneuve. Villeneuve, thank you <laughs> villeneuve uh like just absolutely like crushed like I oh it fucks like, hard yeah and the second one comes out real soon and i am very very excited
2: Right on. Is it just the two, or are they doing a third? Is is there a cap? Like I think I know that there's they like f- thirty five books or some shit like that.
4: There's six books. There's six books. We don't talk about his son writing other stuff. Okay, there's six <laughs> books as Frank Herbert intended. We don't go into the Butlerian and jihad or any of the other stuff. No, stop it. Uh, I know there's part two. <laughs> HBO is picking up um, like a Bene Gesserit sisterhood miniseries, and I. Th- think they might do a part three which would be into like um what was it children of messiah or messiah of dune no children of dune fuck i can't remember right now i'm such a bad fan it's children of dune your words it's <laughs> children of dune okay yeah yeah
2: right on. so those are good movies you'd recommend even for like non-dune fans like myself
4: uh Dune one, yeah. Like uh I'd wait till part two comes out and just watch it oh, all as one thing though. Yeah, I am absolutely not watching just one movie.
0: I've never read Dune, I don't know anything about Dune, and I watched the film and I did like enjoy it, but I also was not like raving excited. I was like, This is this is good. This is w- very well done, but I don't I don't you didn't I didn't get like a full scope of everything because and I, I assume that's because I I'm I'm missing the next part. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
3: I'd have um, trouble divorcing myself from like the book to be able to give the movie an objective analysis because goddamn it's just one of the best books of all time.
4: Yeah. It was like the first book that I distinctly remember reading. And uh this can get cut if it's too much, but I remember reading it in the closet while my parents fought and like just completely escaping into that world of like uh, you know, just everything, just like running away from my problems into that book and like, yeah. So it has a lot of like mm. very special memories for me.
0: I knew someone when I was in Australia that did the same thing, but they would go into the attic and read uh, The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. and I I was brand new at this bar
2: mine was the basement in the foundation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was I was brand new at this bar that I was working at and I just moved to Melbourne and I had uh, pulled I randomly pulled out my tin whistle and just started playing the concerning hobbit scene like I didn't tell anyone that I had it or that I could play it and like he just like nearly had an emotional breakdown <laughs> he like gave me a big hug and told me the whole story I was like he's like and he thanked me up and down I was like wow I wasn't expecting that I just thought it would be fun but hey <laughs> awesome <laughs>
5: Accidentally really break out your co workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Just That's carry the tin flute it's a classic around. Classic
0: Irish man. move. To, you know. The old whistle. It really evokes. You got
2: anything for the list, Duncan?
0: Oh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. I wasn't kidding. Oh, right.
2: right. <laughs> it, was just, it was just so good. It was in one ear, not the other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, obviously. <laughs>
2: I mean that's that's a really good as a fan of both the show and the comic book that's a really good answer and the video game there was an arcade game, ooh yeah it was a yeah it, it was
3: kind of like uh, like a contra style side side scrolling yeah yeah yeah
2: really really good that's that's a deep cut I really like that
3: uh, I'll put that one on the fridge
1: yeah never heard
2: of it it it's yeah again very deep cut speaking of deep cuts let's see so how many <laughs> deep cuts we can get on this Chandragal behemoth. <laughs> hey. I oh, heard he's resistant to those.
0: What was the, what was the joke someone set off, Mike? Speaking of pile, a uh, uh, big piles of or uh, heaps of trash. Yeah, yeah, Reconstituting yeah, a bunch of piles of smaller <laughs> yeah. trash into one big pile right, of trash. But nobody had a bad yeah. answer.
1: <laughs> no, no, I I like my true. flubber joke.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. The flubber joke was good. Um,
1: nobody was like, all the yeah
0: the general Gold behemoth should remind you of the Assassin's Creed series. Let's curb stomp this thing. <laughs> it is constantly recycled and nothing really new. Uh, okay, you guys are in position. Uh, like I said, triangulated across um, uh, the arena. Here, um, we are saying the floor is about twenty five feet down, and we are. This thing is just sort of dormant on the on the arena floor. What? is the plan exactly i think at this point you guys if you need to have like a single preparation option such as if you want to cast a spell in preparation or get yourself into a new position or whatnot but one thing per person and then i'll we'll cast impending Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pre- preparation not hostile <laughs> potato potato <laughs> Ooh, potato tomato
5: Tulak is in the southern portion here, staring across eye level at all his allies across the way, and he withdraws the die from his bag. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, I was thinking about cracking a joke about whether or not you, th- you should throw that in the arena.
5: <laughs> well, let's just see how fast it gets gobbled up
0: amazing okay oh i gotta get the die ready oh Oh, god God.
5: if we have to like go in after
3: it Tommy lee jones style at the end of men in black it's (laughs)
4: gonna be awful it raises his head up and swallows (laughs) the die no
5: can i put that i want to put it in the chat for everyone to read but i don't know how to put an item in there it's the same as the spell you click the
1: oh the the picture yeah
5: picture ba bam
1: for the listeners Uh, the description
2: of this is like Seven paragraphs, like it's it's three full scrolls of the chat for me. <laughs> it is it yeah. small, nuanced.
0: I mean, it's unnecessarily long for the chat for chat purposes. <laughs> but um, let's see here, because uh, you're, you're preparing the die, preparing to roll the die. Yes, and uh, let's see what is uh, what does Lump want to do?
4: Uh, Lump raises a shield, but I. I am all out of preparatory spells at this point. I'm running on fumes and just have damaging spells, so... Okay. Are you
0: gonna... You're gonna try and stay up top here?
4: I'm gonna stay up top here for now. Um... Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. I, I... have a couple blasty spells I'd like to get off and not be close enough to be punished if it has an attack of opportunity. It might be able to sure. reach me for where it is, but that's the... That's the current gameplay.
0: Krekka, anything?
3: I bet you can guess. It starts with an R. It ends with the age. age. Okay,
0: you're gonna you're gonna rage the the gate. Uh and uh what about Glash and Azori?
4: Glash is going to quickly cast the most important spell of all Losery disguise and turns into a red cap.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice I'm sure sure it'll be extremely helpful. He does look Azori like a red cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always
3: said he was a fun guy.
0: <laughs> oh. Azori? Any any options? I think she she's already got
2: her wand of magic missile in one hand and her rapier in the other, so I think she will Sheath the rapier ready an alchemist fire to throw, but if that's not gonna count as the action, I think just a recall knowledge.
0: Uh okay, a little extra recall knowledge action. Uh will you roll me an occultism check or a religion check. But I Oh know it's gonna be occultism. <laughs> nope, you got no idea. Action. No additional Wasting. information available. <laughs> All right. Let's um, let's do this. Let's do this. Let me get this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's roll. For initiative. Lump and Glash, what'd you get? Lump and Glash? Lump and Glash.
4: Lump and Glash. <laughs> God. Uh Glash <laughs> is fucking ready uh, with a 33. Ooh. What about Lump? And then Lump uh, was less ready with a 20.
0: And Krako? Uh,
4: Even less ready
0: still
3: with a 16.
0: Okay. Izori.
4: <laughs> Izori would
2: like to roll with occultism since her last action was to recall knowledge if possible. If not, stealth.
0: Why yes. not? Okay. Your,
2: your, your benevolence has been noted. <laughs> it's a 23.
0: Okay. Tulak? 25. Okie dokie. And I've rolled for Le Shenrigal Behemoth. Let us begin combat with Glash Tramdur at the
4: top. Uh, Glash is going to clap his little hands together, rub them, and then pull out one of his old teeth and cast Summon Fae bringing forth <laughs> a Tooth Fairy.
0: A tooth fairy, okay. You,
4: <laughs> like <laughs> the Rock,
5: Dwayne the Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I, I'm um, not familiar. Well,
0: <laughs> just so knows, This is what tooth fairy. Remake that like movie.
5: The,
2: <laughs> You're not familiar with Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. I'm not familiar with tooth fairy. I'm, I'm familiar. Oh. With tooth fairy. Never,
0: never heard of him.
2: <laughs> oh, these look like the Hellboy tooth fairies from Golden yeah. Army.
0: They do. Yeah, the tooth, fairy, tooth fairies. These are terrifying. It's kind of fun.
3: I mean, the whole concept of a tooth fairy also, is pretty fun. Terrifying.
0: Fact: you can also have a swarm of them. Um, yeah. They look so happy, though. They really At do. Least they're enjoying. The they choice. kind of just look like money right. goblins painted beige. <laughs> does the <laughs> does the uh, pinky beige? Does the tooth fairy act?
4: Uh, the tooth fairy will. Indeed, I can't control the tooth fairy. So.
0: Oh yeah, give me a sec. I had to import a new. Yeah, no problem. Token here. Everyone's a you mean you're not yeah. ready with that <laughs> Tooth
2: Fairy token on the fly for the druid that
4: we picked up? <laughs> uh, the Tooth Fairy is going I, I to... Don't, I
0: don't have Glastrum drumdoors murder box like I have two locks. <laughs> uh,
4: the Tooth Fairy, uh, I would have liked to summon it in range to already be striking this. Sure, thing.
1: that's fine. I just dropped it wherever. Yeah. So
4: and then it's going to make a pliers attack and try to... Uh, that is a 19 to hit the creature.
0: Uh, that will not hit. I'm I afraid. didn't
4: think so. <laughs> um, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and just try one more time. There's a, there's a 20 on every die. Nope, that's an 11. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably pretty hard to
0: find the mouth on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got several mouths, actually. Yeah, I
4: was going to say, it looks like <laughs> it's got
1: plenty to choose from.
0: <laughs> it's actually quite easy. In fact.
1: Analysis, um, paralysis, tuning yeah. <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right a little tooth fairy now just kind of like running up and trying to pliers this uh, this behemoth and it just begins to slowly stir uh, and will um, in response throw it a little fleshy slap as it's called at the tooth fairy all right (laughs) num num Um, for a 36 to hit
4: Uh, that misses Oh, wait, no, that's a double critical. That's a double, critical. that's a double critical. That's a double critical. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Easy to get those. I movies. like your first
1: response um, better. <laughs> yeah, pardon moi.
0: Hits this thing for a uh, wonderful 58 damage, destroying it completely. Uh, uh, thank as you it, for making me pull that out of the game. No,
4: there's a very specific reason. As you do, okay. it bursts into the sticky, foul-smelling white dust, and you need to give me a fortitude save, bud. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. okay. Uh, twenty nine.
4: No, Very a, low success. roll. That's a that okay.
1: Here. I'm
0: fine. <laughs> okay, and this this I believe that move is called plaque burst. Yes. So a bunch of a bunch of plaque, <laughs> goes bursting all over the place. That's disgusting. Um, and then this thing just sort of like rouses up in response to this little explosion, and starts to kind of like I don't know, just sort of like wriggle its way, getting taller and taller, and kind of taking in its surroundings. Uh, but that's all I'm going to make it do for now. Tuluk. Two Two luck
5: takes the die in his hand and hurls it to the floor of the arena.
0: Oh, boy. Okay, so rolling this, you could roll it up to 30 feet, I think, right? Um, but you're basically just dropping this to the floor. Yeah. See, so like, you could throw it 30 feet out and then it just kind of falls. Well, yeah, I just
5: want to get it, like, I want towards the creature. Like, land, like, next to him, right? Yeah,
0: but where where do you want it to land, is the question, I guess.
5: Just south. Tulak doesn't
0: exactly have a howitzer of an arm, I don't think. Okay, so you're just tossing it like right in front of you, right up to the next creature. Okay. You got it. Uh, roll to see what side it lands on. What die is it again? I believe it's a d10. should be a d10. Six. Uh, six. Okay. I rolled a legit die for once okay so uh, for six you see that uh, it, it does a little roll bounces off the creature and then lands onto uh, a side with a nice beautiful blue um, pane on it uh, and out pops a creature from your past it's a void glutton as the swir- oh shit. black swirl kind of kind of pops out in these blue tentacles with green needle-tipped uh, seven-fingered hands. Uh, this swarm of glowing blue eyes just, like, spins out. And uh, the Void gotten uh, immediately attempts to immobilize everything near it with its ectoplasmic web trap. So it is going to try and shoot off that at the uh, Shannargal Behemoth, which is a 25 to hit. I'm afraid it's going to miss. Oh, actually, hold on. Um, let me just double check my my own rules here. Creature hit by the gotten, So, uh, oh no, so it uh, twenty one to hit, twenty one plus twenty one. It, uh, yeah. So it only rolled a five. Sadly, um, I'll let you spend a hero point on that if you want to have it re roll though. Yeah,
5: why not? Let's have some fun here. <laughs> okay, re roll, re
0: roll. That's a thirty six. Hey, much better. Okay, uh, so it is suddenly immobilized as this like piece of web just kind of like spreads all over the base of it and it's DC will be your caster DC to escape 26 Um, and at the uh, I believe at the end of your next turn or the start of your next turn, it will have its next effect. It's, so that was its arrival effect, just immobilizing anything I can in in, uh, in its range, and the next effect will happen on your next turn. So keep me good on that. What else Kay. you got? And then two action to roll? That is,
5: yes, two action to roll. And then Tulok will... Is this thing mindless? Um, Not that you know of. So Tulok looks at this creature and says, For hundreds of years you've been dormant. Today you rise again, only to fall to our blades and our weapons and our magics. Should have just stayed down.
0: And rolls a 30, Intimidation. Oh, shit. Uh, 30, Intimidation. Okay, and that's against my will, DC. That is a success. You have frightened this creature. Um, oh, actually, you take a minus four to that, probably, because I don't think you speak the same languages.
5: Um, I speak is... Abyssal, Aklo, Common, Elven, Infernal, and Necrol.
0: Wouldn't you know it? This one speaks numb. So uh, thirty 26. minus twenty-six. Four is twenty-six. It's actually a meat to beat. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you just toss this thing, all, and this monster comes out, webs it, and you're just like hollering down on it. Uh, it is a feared. Azori, what can you add to the debuffing process here? (laughs) I know you got got something. Azori's
2: actually going to stick out of the debuff game for now and just use that Wand of Magic Missile level two uh, and just consume her turn
0: with that. So you get three missiles off, all three actions?
2: So it'll be five, four, and three, and free action, she'll drop the wand. uh, Very,
0: like, behind her, not, not in front of her. Okay, (laughs) not over the edge, is what you're saying. (laughs) Exactly, yeah.
5: Gotcha. It bounces off the stadium seating and falls
0: into (laughs) the arena. GM Fiat, go. Uh, Lump.
4: Uh, Lump is going to contort their face into a hideous scowl, and you just hear rumbling inside them as their bones seem to shake, and they cast fear on the creature. And so I need a will save.
0: Uh, okie dokie. Will save incoming. Not great. 20.
4: That is a failure, so you, instead of frightened one, you become frightened two. Okay. And then <laughs> last action, I'm going to go ahead and raise that shield again. Because we love shields.
0: All right. And uh, that brings us to Krukka, who is pre-raged.
3: Free-raged and just free in range raged. to toss a light hammer.
0: Oh, just in range, eh?
3: <laughs> for a 25 to hit. He's a
4: free rage Uh,
0: 25 is currently a hit. Grass-fed, baby. <laughs> it's currently a hit with, uh, with Frightened Currently T-Lon. a hit.
3: Okay. So that is 10 damage,
0: 10 bludge. 10 bludge, 10 bludge. Important that it's bludge because it all goes through. Heck yeah. Heck, Ludge this yeah. sludge. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> second and third action will be a two-action Ring of the Ram. Fortitude save, please.
0: Fortitude save. Now would be the time to do it since it's feared twice. Still rolled really good, though. 35.
3: Okay, that is a critical success and you're unaffected.
0: Okay love that the ring of the Rand gets so much use even if it's not always effective it just makes me so happy <laughs> oh
3: i figured i'd do it stare of the combat anyways just because i could probably get more than a minute out of this combat and
0: use it again yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's possible i suppose not uh combat. top of round two glash to ramdur
4: uh glash is going to uh rub his hands together until a small spark appears between his leathery calloused uh fingers and will produce flame.
0: Oh, classic.
4: Uh Seven on the Die for a twenty one which would be a miss not MMA, gonna it, yeah. you know. Flash just does his little dance. Uh you know what? I'll sling. We got some bullets up there. Yeah, uh twenty up. that'll miss. I, a... I like the dance for the I mean. <laughs> It's the flavor.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, the behemoth has now been hit from pretty much all sides, so I am going to roll to see who gets hit first. Uh, how many people we got in the battlefield here? Five of you? Six. Oh, yeah, I suppose it is six, isn't it? Damn void glutton. Krukka, you're gonna have a, uh, sweet bone shard just suddenly launch out of this creature in your direction. Um, for a 27 to hit. That hits. Uh, that's going to be 13 bludgeoning damage okay. as this shard just whops you on the, on the old face, the old face space, and... Ah, um, oh, that is sweet. <laughs> and then uh, a fleshy slap goes flying out at the Void Glutton, which just passes right through it, uh, unaffected. And then uh, we will see a web shootout from one of its, like... W- I think probably, like, yeah, it's like a... the. The abdomen of a drider, like, just kind of plops out of this sinewy mess and just shoots this web off uh, towards, um, let's see here. Uh, It's going to be Glash. Uh, It's it's not great, though. It's a 17 to hit. Uh, That misses. Okay. Can't stop that boy dancing. (laughs) (laughs) This thing is, like, now at its full height and just, like, launching attacks at random in all directions. Um seeming seems to like slowly be gaining its bearings almost. Tulak, what can you do? Tulak puts his hands to his sides
5: and raises them slowly as purple magic starts to swirl around his palms and his feet start to raise off of the floor. And he will cast fly. I'm gonna roll my flat check. Fourteen. So fly, I'm going to go straight into the air and going straight up is essentially like moving through difficult terrain. So he will rise two actions to cast, one action to rise 10 feet. Uh, Okay. 20 feet. 10 feet.
0: 10 feet. 10 feet. 20 feet. 10 feet. Lots of feet. Yeah. 20 For feet days.
5: worth of actions to rise 10 feet.
0: Okay. Uh, so you have cast fly. You are now flying. This is the first time anyone's seen this, I think.
5: That's right. <laughs> so you just see him with his hands at his sides, <laughs> just raising up above the floor. All right. That's
0: two actions and a move.
5: That's two actions and a move. And now don't forget Mr.
0: Void Glut. Uh yes, Mr. Void Glut. What does, what does the Void Glutton do on the departure? don't glut shame this is him going to be um did I just had it here here it is um departure fearful strikes avoid glutton bestows its fearful strike ability upon you and your allies for 1 D4 rounds when you damage a creature with a melee strike uh the creature must succeed at your will DC or become frightened one <laughs> Jesus um it's already frightened now, and actually it just failed its will save to uh, for its frightened to drop in um in Azori's presence. Uh so this might not be that useful too. Let's see, it's gonna go for four rounds, so maybe it will. <laughs> maybe it will. Um Although it is a melee strike specifically. Uh and then the Voigotten just zips back into the die and disappears. That's uh pretty alright though. Azori, what do you got?
2: Zori's first action will be to toss that alchemist fire. To thirty to I hit.
0: That'll hit. Kill it with fire.
2: <laughs> that is two points of fire damage.
0: Uh, oh no! no sorry, that than is than
2: eighteen that. points of fire damage and two points
0: of splash. <laughs> that's still better. Of nice. There uh, you go. That was a moderate I, and that's, two uh, persistent
2: and two persistent
0: fire. Uh, and two persistent. Holy crap! That's great.
2: Yeah. Clearly, awesome. my first day with. Uh, with with alchemist fire <laughs> with a bomb. Uh, yeah,
0: we haven't seen them in a while.
2: Next action, she's gonna draw her catterwall sling, and final action, she's gonna load it.
0: Uh, okie dokie. I feel like I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you can load it in the in the attack at the same time. Is it a reload of zero? Reload one. It's reload one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I checked. I would have thought that'd be a zero. Uh, okay, lump you up.
4: Uh, well, tragically this creature we have discovered is undead so I can't painful vibrations it's face <laughs> it requires one it's living creature uh, so we're just gonna see if we can make them feel some more dread and cast impending doom with the incapacitation trait
0: classic okay incapacitation trait. Uh this is a level 3 spell so if this, what, if, this if this creature is more than
4: it, yeah more than 6 level 6 more
0: than more than level six. Okay. And it is. So it's going to roll a will save? Correct. Um, it got a 28.
4: 28 is a success. It becomes a critical success. Unaffected. Uh, yep. Unaffected. It was a long shot, Rural. but it was worth a try. Yep. And then raise shield. And a raise shield. Okay. Okay. We're taking we've taken a little bit of advantage
0: here of, uh, of uh, the feared round, but not quite as much as we could have. Krukka, what do you got? If I had a
3: hammer, toss the hammer, 24 to hit. 24 is a miss. Or at least a uh, to that. I'm gonna hero point that. Okay. 20 to hit. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah no I'm just I was trying to react to that in a funny way and I couldn't get there it's just devastating Uh, map minus 4 22 to hit that's not going to do it either dinger I don't want to have to get down there
1: and fleshy
3: slapped in the fucking face roll better
0: just roll better okay oh
3: okay I'll do that next time um okay ill advised map minus 8 can I even do it no, it's a 10 no, I should. Uh, <laughs> okay, So he's just Dinging this hammer off everything But the massive pile in the middle Of the floor uh, Awesome <laughs> okay. <that's>
4: <laughs> Alright, top round 3, Glash Uh, Glash Keeps the hands warm And will cast Produce Flame Again Uh, okay Uh, 29 to hit That's gonna be a hit Alright, for 15 points of fire damage
0: Okay, fifteen fire, pretty good hit, actually. That's great.
4: And then Galash will map minus. Oh wait, reload the sling.
0: Reload the sling. Nice. Uh, okay, I am gonna roll a, an athletics check to try and escape. What's your uh, What's your spell DC there, Tulok? Twenty six. Thirty nine. I <laughs> have failed <laughs> my athletics check to escape. Um, let me try it a second time uh, 26 you said wait uh, well this was it a am minus five so I have failed again uh, in that case a bone shard is going to shoot out again and let's see who it's at this, this thing that immobilize is really kind of fucked me here um, a bone shard is gonna go flying at Azori uh, for a 16 hit not not great not great at
1: all.
2: not today
0: to luck your turn this thing is just a pincushion at this point. Or a, what's the. Ducks. Like, it's sitting there like ducks in a barrel. Fish in a barrel? No, I, I know what I said.
3: Yeah, in Canada
0: we have ducks. That's totally Yeah, oh, okay. Sitting there like dinosaurs of the Cadillac.
2: Okay. You fundamentally misunderstand the premise of that show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs>
5: T-Rex can't drive (laughs) because of his little arms. Tulak will move five feet forward while continuing to rise up another 10 feet for one move action. He's now 45 feet in the air, and whilst raising up slowly, he looks down to the battlefield below him, finds a diamond in the rough of a stone, and hurls it at this creature.
0: (laughs) You found a... You can just do that? You can just find a diamond? I didn't know that. Um,
5: It was a metaphorical diamond in the rough. It was just a nice bludgeoning stone. 29 to hit.
0: Um, Just re-rolling my will save for the fear, and I've succeeded. I critically succeeded, actually. Would that make a difference at all, James? No, I suppose it not be for
2: me, down. but it might yeah. for that uh, that four round thing that I can't shake.
0: Yeah, I also need to take
2: two persistent two fire
0: fire damage and roll a recovery check, which I have. Failed. Really taken the winds um, out of my attack sails yeah, here, buddy. Sorry, what was your attack roll? <laughs> twenty nine. Sure the right AC here. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit. That's right. Uh, roll me some damage
5: for twenty seven points of bludgeoning damage you sure it's not piercing or slashing? I am 100% sure. Fine. Uh, okay. Ominously Dude, death row buff, baby. Rocks. Two locks airborne <laughs> up in this biatch. <laughs> Zori.
2: Zori's first action will be to attack with the caterwall. Uh That will be a 20 to hit.
0: That is a miss. I'm
2: going to hero point that, I think.
0: Sure. Got a wall sling. Go!
2: That's a 1, so that's a 16. <laughs> uh, so that's not going to do it either. Nope. Uh, okay, so she reaches up to the sling, undoes its cord, and begins to whirl it in a circle. Oh yeah. Pointed at this uh, this thing. So this has a once per day, two action uh, sonic effect. So uh, it, uh, each creature in a 30 foot cone, which I put Conveniently on the map. Takes forty-six sonic damage with a basic DC twenty one fortitude save. So please make that save. Fortitude
0: save. Okay. Yep. Uh I've got a very good fortitude here. Uh that I roll pretty shit though. Uh 24.
2: 24 is a success, so I believe that's half damage at nine.
0: And nine Sonic, it. okay. Nice. Alright. That's uh not terrible. Lump.
2: I does she have to use an action to put the sling back together?
0: Um, um uh, it doesn't b-bum-bum. say so I in the effect. No, I don't think so.
2: Okay,
1: I but feel like she could probably just
2: grab the cord and load it all in the same action.
0: Yeah,
1: so you pull yeah, you a white thread
4: free. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say that's fine. Okay. Lumpy baby, what do you got?
4: Lump raises their arm their fingers crackling with fiery holy energy as they point it towards the behemoth below them and they cast uh, Searing Light Searing Light
0: okey dokey smoky pokey
4: uh, that is a 29 to hit uh huh uh huh and it is going to be 30 points of oh, wait it's going to be 11 points of fire damage and 19 points of good damage
0: Okay, and the uh, the good will not go through. now. Yeah. Oh, that could that could have been awesome. <laughs> tragedy to
4: be sure. Hey, and, a little uh, bit at a time. Get that shield back up.
0: Okay, cruck up.
3: All right, if this hammer toss doesn't work, then there might have to be some stairs we use here. <laughs> oh, a thirty-two. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that'll do it. Twelve damage, eight bludge for fire. Cool. Map uh, minus four. Nineteen, not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Dejected, he takes twenty-five feet down the stairs. Okay, starting to march down. Glash—it's less of a march and more of a trepidatious
0: tiptoe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Glash, what's Glash got? Glash comes
1: produce flame. If it ain't
4: broke, don't fix it. And we'll cast yeah. produce flame for reals though. <laughs> Twenty-six to hit.
0: That is a
4: hit right now. (laughs) The fear's still on. Fifteen points of fire damage, outdoing lump with a cantrip versus a Uh. (laughs) lump. Cool, cool, cool. He dances like no one's watching. And then uh, (laughs) the sling has been loaded, so we'll go ahead and toss it at minus five. That is a critical miss with a (laughs) ten. No dice.
0: Okay. Next up is the creature again, who is now going to, let's see, um, this is brutal on my end. Um, uh, I think it's going to try one more time to escape. Uh, Succeeds with a 34. And is going to slither its way over towards Kruka, who is now running down the stairs. And launch a fleshy, actually, I don't even think it needs to. Uh, Let me just double check the... The range, are you going to be a little bit elevated? No. Yeah, it's just going to launch a fleshy slap at you from it's position. Um, 35 to hit. Sorry. That's a crit. Make that a 30. Make that a 30. I forgot to map it. That's not a crit. Uh, Okay. Regular damage. 19 points of bludgeoning. And then it's going to sapping squeeze you. Um, Actually, no, it's not. It's going to grab you. It's going to grab you first. Uh, so you are on the, making your way down the stairs, uh, gingerly, and now can't. And that's gonna be its turn. Take two fire damage, roll a recovery check, failed again, and I need a will save. Uh, still a fear to roll a natural one. <laughs> that's just brutal. <laughs> you love it. Uh, I can't believe it's not immune to fear, it's crazy. Um, and that's gonna bring us to two lock. Two lock will move through the air
5: 10 feet forward and holding in his other hand the staff of necromancy that he's been carrying since last episode. (laughs) That's right. I have it out, folks. Never put it away. (laughs) He raises it up. And a green magic starts to coalesce and fires out towards this creature. Fortitude save, please. Fortitude save, please. 34. That is a success. You are enfeebled one as a ray of enfeeblement strikes
0: you. Nice. Okay. Ray of enfeeblement. All right, that's your turn. Izori. Debuffs reaches (laughs) Yeah,
2: Izori reaches down and puts her hand into her material pouch and pulls out a single seed. And as if using telekinetic projectile, it shoots across the battlefield and embeds itself in the chest of this being as she spends her first two actions casting Bursting Balloon.
0: Ooh! Um, Okay. Chest, of course, being uh, proverbial. Uh, Proverbial, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And as soon as
2: it penetrates, it explodes out in this rose bush and begins to wrap this creature in vines. You are immediately going to take 6d6 piercing, uh, which is 21. I know you're resistant to it. That's fine. Uh, You are also going to take 1d6 bleed if the creature bleeds. I don't think that rolled. And what's next? And then I require a fortitude save, please.
0: Okay, fortitude save is a 35.
2: 35 is a success. Uh, So you take half damage and no persistent damage. So that
0: sucks. Well, uh, regardless. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, It's allergic to pollen and dies. (laughs) Just because of the way that (laughs) rolled out. It takes exactly zero damage from that. Cool. Uh <laughs> That's chill. Chill, chill, chill. That was like on the nose. Um, that is brutal. Uh, yeah, just these things start like blooming out of it, but just like the just the, the the like negative energy or the void energy inside this creature just starts making them all wilt. Kind of like this uh, flavor counteracting to the this explosion of life. Um, do you got anything else? Oh no, it's (laughs) eco-friendly.
2: With her final action, she's going to cast Needle of Vengeance uh, and whisper Krukka's name. So every time it attacks Krukka, it will take two mental damage. Uh, Well, DC 27 will save, and then it'll take two mental damage. Sure.
0: All right, Lump?
4: Uh, Lump sees Krukka all caught up in this fleshy pile. Uh, Don't worry, I've got you. And then reaches into their own stomach pulls out their guts and throws it over the side and climbs down <laughs> as they use inside ropes <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've got this <coughs> did they crap. use their
5: inside voice when they were yelling at Krukka too <laughs> Krukka
4: just so you know I,
0: I've got your back bud.
4: and yes yeah, so <laughs> it really would, looks like it <laughs>
0: Leverage <laughs> out your own check. guts. Yep. To create ropes. <laughs> Fifty feet of rope to climb down. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you need to do? Are you athletic? Uh, to climb, climb down.
4: Check to climb down. I rolled a two on the die for a twenty-one, but climbing a rope is a DC five, so that is or ten. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, critical success. So I think I can get to the floor. No, I am ten feet off the ground, and so I'll use one more action to do it again, and I am now on the ground right to the north of the creature.
0: Uh, Okay. Kruka. You're grabbed by a big piece of this fleshy bit
1: from this creature. Slapped
3: and grabbed fleshily. Will. Unarmed strike to get out of the grab. Fucking Four on the die for a 22. Uh, No.
0: Oh, wait. Uh, No, not going to do it. Didn't think so. Though, what I, yeah, I will, guess he'll what I will give you if you actually, I'll even let you take that back if you want. What I will give you is, uh, it's this big fucking like big fleshy thing that's wrapped around you. You could just probably strike it. You don't have reach per se, but you know a piece of it's on top okay. of you.
3: I suppose that's all I was trying to do was get up close and smack it with a hammer. So yep. if it wants to get in smacking range, smackety smackety. Smack, smack, smack. Okay. As a wise
0: philosopher once said, 30 to hit. Uh, That'll hit.
3: 16 damage, 12 blood, 4 fire.
0: So you smack this thing, and it just, like, shrivels at the the impact of the attack, and just kind of pulls you suddenly off the... off the stairs and onto its mess and it just starts to like shrivel down onto the onto the ground so you're like almost like riding on this thing and Whoa. you're just like your impact just kind of lights off the persistent fire and it starts to spread and then it catches all of the, like, the dead foliage that just burst from it from Azori's spell and the whole thing kind of starts to go up in flames as you like roll off its back onto the arena floor and it dies <laughs> Yeah. <Yeehaw. laughs> <Whoa! Whoa! laughs>
5: <laughs> Fucking good job, y'all. Tactically. I felt really
0: bad about the Bursting Bloom. I was like, I gotta use this somehow. This <laughs> is killing me. The
2: uh, level spell gone to waste. Or fourth level spell oh, gone man. to waste. Fourth level, yeah.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> I
2: used it because I knew we were, were resting immediately after this.
0: So. Yeah, we flavor yeah flying, I was so that's what I figured. Use yeah. this yeah. dead heap as a
3: beanbag
4: chair and go to sleep. <laughs> Does this thing not yeah. explode?
0: Um, oh. Actually, it does. Yeah, you're right. Death Throws. Um, <laughs>
4: Thanks, Cam. If, uh, I'm here to Cam help.
0: You would just let me... Uh, okay, Necrotic <laughs> Decay. Oh, don't you just love this? DM's in, companion. Um, what? Hold on. The like only decay right. I like is... Let me just just the range on this. Make sure that my thing is up to date. Um, yeah, it says in a five-foot emanation. So, Kruka, <laughs> roll me a save. Roll me a fortitude save. Okay, at least,
3: um, uh, this is my highest, and I've got Juggernaut, so 20... Uh,
0: 20 is a fail. Um, okay. so you're gonna take, uh, as you're rolling off its back, and, like, the fire is, like, kind of bursting out of, like, these, like, seams that break open, and this, like, noxious gas comes out, the fire goes off, and all this, like, void energy kind of just dissipates out with all the fire and the, the burning vegetation, and, uh... And um, and you're gonna take 32 points of void damage as you roll off the back <laughs> of this thing. Um, so he
3: will basically come out of it like Tommy Lee Jones, covered in like <laughs> a bunch of goop in it. Or, you
1: know,
4: basically,
5: <laughs> I think it's dead. Yeah. Just like you didn't want.
4: Lump shoves their guts back into their belly, pats it. Oh, Tulak,
5: disturbing. Floats to the ground with his hands at his sides like Jesus.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. Uh, there's lots of I, um, <laughs> I picture two
2: luck flying around like Fire Lord Ozai, top knot, just fucking like plasma energy coming out of the palms and shit.
5: Yeah, probably, because that's pretty much what was going on with those uh I w- okay, because I'm dumb. I originally was gonna go and just start fucking cracking off magic missiles, but then I realized that I would probably fail my check. So I was thinking about two action things I could do whilst moving one action still.
0: So as the um as this thing settles and the sort of smoke uh it dissipates and you uh find yourself uh looking at this pile of ridiculous like this a ridiculous amalgamation of corpses and disgusting things, um you of course see no small amount of um sort of piled together pieces of equipment and weapons and like you know there's like a broken glaive in there with the the uh whatchamacallit uh the drider body and there's like a busted sword and all these things um and you sift through and you find a couple of things that appear to be relatively undamaged uh given what they were floating in all this time there is a um a pair of gloves. That appear to be magical. There is a large ram's horn. There is a har- hand-carved wooden full-head mask that sports several holes along each side of the face. There is also an ice blue half-mask as adorned with a wicked silver grin that covers the wearer's mouth. And there is a piece of parchment with the blueprints to a tattoo on it.
5: Ooh, these all sound so good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for this loot. Uh,
0: the tattoo, you can quickly just read uh, and discover that it, it represents the design for something called the 100 victories tattoo.
4: The orc tattoo?
0: It is the orc tattoo, yeah. Um It reads, 100 cuts healed into diamond-shaped scars represent the ability to withstand the attacks of your enemies. Orc warriors covet their scar patterns and cluster them around what they consider to be their strongest assets. A pattern around the heart signifies a warrior with great endurance, while one along the arms indicates great upper body strength. You get a plus one bonus to intimidation checks. And if you have ferocity, such as from the Orc Ferocity feat or similar ability... The first time each day you use it, instead of remaining at 1 HP, your your hit points are set to the amount equal to your Ancestry hit points, even if this is uh, amount is more than you would normally get from feroc- Ferocity.
4: Ooh! Neat. So for Krukka, In- it would be deal. on his forehead for his mighty wit? Yeah, like <laughs> or some shit? <laughs> um,
5: Says no, SMRT across his
4: forehead. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a really cool but tattoo. That's, uh,
0: it is a really cool tattoo. Yeah. Uh, the other ones will have to be identified. We got two masks, a pair of gloves, and a ram's horn. Tulak pulls
5: uh, Duffy off of his back and sets oh, him
0: down upon the floor. Please, please don't make me eat that creature. Please, uh, I don't think I have enough space, Master Tulak. It's hope okay. You're Duffy.
5: hungry, Duffy. Don't worry. It's just these other items here. Look, let's start easy. A half mask. Oh, it doesn't look very clean, Master Tulak. Eat the mask, Duffy. <laughs> oh, okay. Tulock rubs okay. a little dirt on it, then rubs it off on his cloak. You'll be the belle of the ball, Duffy.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, uh, <laughs> and taking the half mask first. Uh, there appears to be no discernible uh, uh, speciality on this one.
5: Um, also, sorry, before I forget to say this and really duff this thing,
0: um, <laughs> I pick up the die. Ah, good choice. (laughs) You see the light has gone out um, for its power, but you are not far away from a place you could recharge it. Let's go to the beach. And I roll a 27 occult on the mask. 27 occult on the mask. This is known as a mask of the banshee. These are all in your party loop, by the way. Um, The mask of the banshee... Gives you a plus two item bonus to intimidation checks. And as a two action envision interact once per day, you can emit a soul chilling scream that deals 60, 10 void damage to each living creature and 20 foot emanation. Jesus. Mind you, that is every living creature in a 20 foot emanation. It's very powerful. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, This will not be this will not discern your allies. And we are generally the only living things around. Or we're fighting a bunch of devils.
2: Yeah.
4: They live. Toss Glash into our room with it on.
2: Um, I'll t- I'd i be-, be interested.
4: Yeah, if you're not, I am. <laughs> his story would look so
0: badass with
4: That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's a banshee it mask. Down. It definitely <laughs> suits better for. Uh, Lump wouldn't be able to see.
0: Lump would have to wear it upside down.
5: <laughs> I would just wear it upside down over my mouth. <laughs> just an eye patch. Uh, so
0: funny. <laughs>
2: Eyepatch of the Banshee. Uh yeah, I'm I'm down to do a roll off on it if you want, Cam.
4: Oh no,
5: you can have it. You're good.
4: IPatch of that,
2: the right?
5: Banshee sounds like a great like Scottish or Irish punk rock band. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, punk rock stories <laughs> or a really
3: bad Hardy Boys
0: book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? The other mask? Sure. No discernible uh, effects on this one either. In fact, it's going to be for all of them. They're all the same. 25 occult? 25 occult? And a 30-day. Um, yep. This is uh, Skittering Mask. A greater Skittering Mask. Uh, the it first time a skittermander. Day. Shout out. Shout out, Bones. <laughs> shout out, Bones. <laughs> what was your ship called again? The ship. Oh, I don't remember either. It wasn't like no, the, I. Oh no, you had the gold golden bones, something or other company? It was your was your I don't know. Starfinder. Oh ago. god, yeah, it's uh, a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh so the first time each day that you begin your turn unconscious and within twenty feet of an enemy, metallic insect legs emerge from the holes in the mask and step fifteen feet away. Step fifteen feet away, not stride. Wow. Um away from the nearest enemy, dragging your body along with the mask. For one minute each time you begin your turn unconscious, and within 25 feet of an enemy, the mask steps 15 feet away from the nearest enemy again. Uh, An ally can signal the mask with a single action, uh, which has the auditory and concentrate traits. If the mask hears the signal, it attempts to move towards that ally when it steps from the nearest enemy. If more than one enemy is... Equidistant, the mask steps away from one of them at random. The mask possesses no special senses and does not react to hidden or undetected enemies. Nor can it distinguish that a creature not acting openly hostile is an enemy.
3: That thing is so fucking weird. It's so
0: fucking cool. <laughs> Just, Just dragging, so dragging cool. your unconscious drags, body around yeah. by the face. <laughs> your ass Truck ass all all gets the
4: knocked out after ferocity. <laughs> I mean, given
3: uh, my first little troubles in Otari. Dwarf getting eaten by a crocodile incident that uh, still scares me to this day. <laughs> that seems you know, really, really attractive.
4: Hmm. I'll go for it, then. I uh, don't really... Actually,
3: probably don't really want it that much right now because okay. he's pretty full up on invested items. That's was to say, like, right now... Sleeping in dangerous places.
0: We're looking a lot, a lot of... Like, really close to maxing out in the invested items, which is uh, uh, kind of not you kind of have to start picking and choosing what you do and do not want to wear Yeah,
5: I don't need it
0: let's see about these gloves the gloves, so no no one's claiming the mask? no no one wants to live, gotcha Uh, roll me a check on the gloves Uh, what was the check? any of them oof,
5: not so good, 22 for me no, you're not sure
3: how about a 32
0: from Krekka oh yeah, you can use crafting for this can't you, I forgot sure can bud yeah that's uh this these are gloves of storing nice
4: what so like you store stuff in the fingers Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: yeah (laughs) i think yeah pretty much uh uh, it's
4: really good for casters because they can put like a wand or a scroll in it and they can just snap their fingers then it shows up in their hand so they don't have to draw it as mm-hmm. a non spellcaster, I would see them and go,
3: "You
0: could fit so many sausages in here." <laughs> <laughs> so many sausages. Yeah, um, it's basically it a one bulk or less, I think, in each glove. I think it's in each glove. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's a it's a one action to put something in, but it's a free action to just pop it out. Uh, it can't be activated again for another minute, though.
4: Um, somebody should check to see if there's anything inside it already.
5: Do like checks to see if there's anything inside it already?
4: Monkey's
0: power. There is a a type one ring of wizardry. Oh. But did you just make that up right now? Uh, I just grabbed... I just randomly went to a room where I know I gave you a different loot than what was in the room stock and just found what the (laughs) item was. Uh, But no, there's actually nothing in there. Okay. I mean, Tulak
5: has wands. He would use it. But Tulak also has the healer's gloves right now. So... Zori. Oh yeah, it's getting true. chilly. Double glove.
0: <laughs> Too bad it doesn't work that way. Put them on his socks. <laughs> he puts it. He puts socks the healer's gloves on Duffy. <laughs> oh, these are just delightful. Thank you so much. Can
5: Duffy fucking hit me with the healer's gloves in the back or what? Uh, no.
4: Damn it. Uh, you could if <laughs> if uh, two luck is willing to trade. You could give me the healer's gloves and then I you get the gloves of story or unless you want to keep them for yourself i understand
5: uh no you can take the healer's gloves just heal me with them when i need it <laughs> <laughs> oh yes
4: uh, the thing that i'm built around no i am not
5: <laughs> absolutely uh, not yeah, yeah so tulock says i'd really like these i think i could find them quite useful perhaps lump would you like these healer's gloves
4: uh, yes, I would appreciate them. And, uh, and
5: he
0: pulls them off and hands them to them. You've had those gloves <laughs> for a long time. That's c- kind of cool that you suddenly no longer get them from, from Physic.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, they slide them on and you watch the gloves like get bloody for a second and then clean and then bloody and then clean and then they just stay clean. <laughs> Yuck, oh, yeah. You I got don't those, want to know what happened
0: are, in there. Those gloves of, I forgot, those gloves of healing are from Physic, aren't they? Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah.
3: They barely fit two locks, so I don't know what Lump's going to be (laughs) doing. That's why
4: I I was saying that they're bleeding, and then they stop bleeding. I feel like I must be acquitted.
5: Wear them well. They belong to our companion, Physic. He was our healer, and now you are. I Uh, think he would be very proud of the work that you've done.
3: Yes, if he hadn't died horribly, he would be very touched to see them in use.
4: I see. And how, how did he die?
5: Volok. It was Volok. I believe I've uh, spoken on this before, taking yes. two of our allies thus far. I hope we meet him soon. As do I, but he has bested us twice, and I hope it not to be a third. You Next didn't. time we must be ready.
4: You didn't have me. That is true.
5: Though I was wary of you at first, Lump. You've been quite the good travelling companion with us,
4: definitely a boon for our team. thank you, and you see lump uh' this big eye just start to moisten a little bit yeah, anyways um the the rams horn is this for drinking, and lump will like do the thing where they like hold it above their head and look up into it to see if anything comes out
0: uh yeah, you hold it up. And it just seems to be like at first you kind of like pull your head away because you're like, is it, is it going to pour something hot on me? Because it looks like steam kind of trickles out. But then it's kind of just more like a like a mist almost.
4: Hmm.
5: Huh. I- you ever done that thing with a can where you hold your arm straight and then try to drink from it by like, you know, it's out and then you're lifting it above your head and you're looking up and then you're basically just pouring it in your mouth from above?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, it's a fun. It game sounds though. like
5: a mess. we are a sticky like child. A yeah.
4: <laughs> Scott's parents come home. There's just six <laughs> cans <laughs> laying around him. Soda everywhere.
0: Scott's house chores were was always always at the top was mop, always mopping. <laughs> Surge cola. Drink it with a straight arm.
4: Uh. It does appear to be magical, uh Duloc, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment. Duffy? Um uh,
0: looks like a drinking horn to me.
5: What does it taste like, Duffy? That's
0: not what I asked, Duffy. Uh you didn't ask anything, you just said Duffy. <laughs> you know your job. Oh god, I have to eat another thing. Uh all right, all right. Oh, just yes, lick oh, oh. it. Ugh uh. <laughs> Don't make me lick your horn. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Please don't make me. Duffy.
5: It's a horn of plenty, Duffy.
0: It's a horn of plenty, no. It's a venerable no. cornucopia. Oh. Oh, uh, Shout out that car. My neck <laughs> hurts. <laughs> My neck hurts
4: from laughing
0: too much. James is shaking his head, but I can see the smirk on his face. <laughs> uh, there's no, <laughs> there no discernible... Uh, advantage on whatever blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> natural 20 can we wait for our next campaign natural 20 this is a horn of fog a, f- a fog horn <laughs> and you can you notice now that is decidedly not made of fog unlike the tin whistle made of tin um yeah basically tiny droplets of water and a whole lot of condensation will kind of glisten out of it and perpetually and and uh, it's a two-action interact once per hour. You can activate the horn by blowing it deeply into uh, deeply into it and causing it to issue forth a low blast and ca- cast a second-level Obscuring Mist spell. You can dismiss the mist at any time by blowing a second note on the horn using an interact action. Awesome.
5: Yeah, anyone?
2: Whoever's first through the door should take that. All right, I'll take it. That is that is a real <laughs> solid prep the encounter kind of a ca- yeah. attack.
0: Yeah.
4: Was there anything else that we wanted to accomplish today before calling it? You said something about an aqueous beastie. Yes,
5: but perhaps we should rest before we take that on. I'm thinking that we also could go recharge the die first. Uh, what mean. if
2: we went to check on, the like, see where it is, maybe we can get a visual of it, and then use that as the basis of some research during our rest to learn more about this creature before we go at it? Deal.
0: Smart. Just just one quick thing. I know the tattoo's probably going to go to Krekka here, we have to get someone to tattoo it on him, but, like, everyone does have some room for investment, is no one actually going to wear the skittering mask?
2: I
4: don't have any just room, and
2: I'm
0: already wearing you, a mask. Yeah. You wear a mask, yeah.
4: I'm wearing a mask as well.
0: Tulok doesn't want to wear a mask. What's your mask. Okay,
4: Krako will wear the Dina mask. mask.
0: Mm, yeah. Krakow will wear the mask? Yes. Alright. Um, just seems like a total waste if you have space. What's the uh next step then?
4: Uh we're gonna go scout out the aqueous beast and uh so that we can try to make some knowledge checks and then rest, it sounds like. Yeah. Let's go
5: fishing. Tulok puts the Wand of Manifold Missiles in his hand, and then it disappears into the glove. All right. Nice. Didn't know you could do magic.
0: (laughs) It is but an illusion. So I've brought you up to, or down to the labs level where the cave is. Um, You are able to sort of see the lake from the transparent wall in the circular chamber that goes up and down. You also may remember that there was a sort of, like, catwalk hallway of sorts uh, in the cavern with the transparent wall as well that you could kind of, kind of, uh, look down through, which is where you originally had discovered the underwater sort of lake. Um, traveling, assuming, say, you, uh, just travel up, uh, the, uh, or travel down the stairs and kind of make your way through where, say, like the Urna Curse was, is like your most direct route. Um, you can peek your head in as you head north to the, the circular room and um, kind of peer into the cavern, and the water and the cavern, everything seems very quiet. Um, you've stepped into the cavern at one point just briefly, but it didn't go far.
5: Isori, do you have a casting of invisibility left?
2: I do not, but I do have a translocate left in my repertoire for the day so escape is not a worry at the moment and I'm not entirely sure how much invisibility would do for me underwater with uh, displacement and the like
5: okay I I think Tulak
2: is you can cast it but again like I've seen the Hollow Man movies I know that invisibility doesn't mean shit underwater
5: <laughs> I just kind of thought you were going to stand by the uh, shore Uh, yeah
2: she could do but I think we want to get a good look at this thing right And that means kiting it out no
5: yeah. yeah well yeah if you want to do that from the water
4: you go right ahead
5: so I suppose she feels very comfortable
0: in the water so so the plan is to go into the cave then and yes. go to the underground lake. we're not resting
5: researching well no no we're we are going to look and see the creature so we know what it is then we're going to go research and rest okay
2: yeah so the dream here is that lump points out where in the water they see uh, or they, they sense something living ideally mm-hmm. Zori goes in uh, kites it out with, a, with you know swims out Uh, so everybody's far enough on the bank that they're not within range, uh, or even behind the glass walls over here, wherever. Um, she'll go in the water, try and kite it out, and then surface and dimension door to safety, realistically, uh, ideally so that we can all get a good look at this being.
0: Uh, so you guys all enter the cave together. Can you put yourself in a, in a, uh, the most realistic marching order that you would? Okay, Tulak is going to the south
5: here. There's all these rock outcroppings. He's going to go behind it and take cover. And then further, we'll take his cloak. I've never done this before either. The clandestine cloak. And we'll put the hood up, giving him a plus one to stealth. Okay. Should have realized that before. And then um, he is going to prepare the invisibility spell and will cast it upon himself as soon as he sees this creature. And if anyone is next to them, after he puts the oxygen mask on himself, that is the invisibility, he will cast it on the next person as well. All right. Glass should wait outside because he can't run fast. Yep.
3: Krakka does have a Quicksilver Mutagen if anybody wants it. that gives you a plus two item bonus, two acrobatic stealth and thievery checks, and reflex saves, but you take double damage and minus two to fortitude saves.
1: Eh, I'm
3: good. Yeah. The, the double damage thing is a pretty big drawback When we might have to run away from something trying to
4: kill us. Sorry, are you a proficient swimmer? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lump. I would
2: say so. I have been around the water my whole life. My parents owned a shipping company and I learned to swim at a very young age. I'm even relatively proficient with the rapier under the the water.
4: I see. Very well, then.
0: Why, why is Glash way the hell back there? Why did, who put Glash all the way back there? Me. We want Glash
4: over there so he's safe.
0: Yeah, Okay. <laughs> so Glash is not part of this, everyone. Um, you, uh, okay, so uh, as you kind of enter this cave, you have, you're on their way here, you've uh, kind of invested yourself in a bit of a plan. Um, Lump uh, takes the lead uh, as you cross a sort of like, you know, the cave opens up a little bit and it kind of narrows. and There's a bit of a threshold. You pass through that. And uh, that's when Tulak kind of ekes off to the side and gets himself, pulls up the cloak uh, hood and gets himself in a position by the rock. Uh, Is Zori behind Lump? And then Kruka taking up the rear. As you kind of get into the position, Kruka's just at the threshold. Um, Lump, you sense a vibration in the ground. And it's coming from behind you all. Just as you register it, Krukko, you kind of like just suddenly stub your toe, like just lightly on a rock you didn't see. Uh, And you look down and it's not even quite a rock. It's like a rocky spike that has come out of the ground all of a sudden. And you look around (laughs) and there are several of these uh, cropping up all around you um, and just behind you as this creature suddenly just emerges from the ground right on top of Krekka oh. mm. <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> this like humanoid gorilla, shaped, like, gorilla with shape like yeah it's <laughs> just like crump climbs out of the ground it's like hunched over hand uh, fist down on the ground like a gorilla and it's just covered in rocky spikes and this leering like glowing white eyes uh, and we're gonna roll for initiative
3: leg tight, man.
5: This stalag might be the end of us.
4: <sighs> yeah, there's no no good ones. The de, 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 let's go. I see Glash on the field. I just want to make sure that he's not actually there, or else I'm rolling initiative. Uh, you, no, he was you there. Put him way back there. That's where he's, I put him? He's, 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 he's yeah, well, he's just not. In the he's not Kruker, in the combat. So. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: he probably doesn't know what's going on. That's fine. Let's go with Krukka. What'd you get for initiative? Uh, 29. All right. Izori?
2: 24.
0: Tulak? 33.
4: 33. All right. And Lump? I think I have the highest perception in the party, but I cannot roll above a 4 on initiative, <laughs> so I have a 20.
0: Okay. Uh, suddenly you just hear this, like rumbling, like, crackling up rocks just, like, beh- behind you, Tulak, around the corner. And you catch this glimpse of this, like, monstrous earthen creature. What do you do? I do stuff. Tulak
5: raises his arms. Pupil disappears. And he will cast Animate Dead. Placing a Skeletal Champion. Can I place it right here? Listeners, Double here champion. is to the north of this creature, <laughs> but there's a little rocky outcropping.
0: Yeah, I can give you I can give you there. Okay, that's too far away. So put him... Is it? Okay. I
5: think we'll have to put him just below Krukka then.
0: No problemo.
5: And the Skeletal Champion will strike out with his longsword. 15 to
0: hit, doubt it um, nope and we'll raise its shield okay, 15 hit, raise its shield Krukka
3: Krukka first action uh, would like to recall knowledge not too used to seeing rocks come to life
0: true enough uh, I will take Arcana or Nature
3: Nature, baby Oh, naturel 25 I'm afraid you do not know Ah, it's Igneous. <laughs> uh and second action I think he's just would it be like difficult terrain to get around this rocky outcropping to his north?
0: Uh I would say so, yes.
3: Okay, so he's just gonna sudden charge around. I don't even, even know if he needs the whole sudden charge. He does okay. not, but he'll get around to the uh a ag- j or the opposite side of the skeletal champion to put him into flanking. you okay. have to move five south. You have to move five south.
1: Oh. <laughs> Goodbye then. No, it, you were
3: right. I had to move five south. Okay. So now that he's there, he'll strike out with the light hammer. Okay. 23 to hit.
0: That's going to be a miss or like at least a glancing blow. Flat footed? Or off kilter uh, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> off kilter. Off guard. Off guard. Off kilter is Starfinder. Off kilter with some Starfinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Uh, no, I'm afraid it's still not enough. It's very hard,
3: and that's his turn.
0: Okay. Uh, next up is this creature. Um, in fact, I actually, what I need, Krukka, is as you were running along to get to the other side, you were trying to avoid all of these spikes, and they are just, like, kind of coming up and down and all over the place and stabbing at you all in a five-foot emanation around this creature. So as you moved through... Um, you found they were just like st- stabbing at you, so when you moved one square, it was, uh, 12 piercing damage hit you.
3: Nice. Um... Uh, with, uh, when that happens, you will use Wounded Rage as a reaction.
0: Nice, okay. Um... But sadly, as you, uh, as you moved, uh, further squares, um, it ke- they keep stabbing at you, so you could take another seven.
3: Getting angrier and angrier. And another Five.
5: Okay,
0: Jesus That's Christ. 12. Does that uh, trigger an AOO? Um, no, it's an aura around this creature. Yucky. Uh, and uh, now this thing is going to um, punch at Krukka uh, with a 25 to hit. Meat to beat. Meat to beat. Okay, Krukka takes 16 bludgeoning damage, and then it spends uh, an action... Um, also pushing you 10 feet and you like you only have 5 feet room but you move back away from the creature out of the aura and up against the wall behind you and then the creature will uh, turn and throw a fist at the skeletal champion as well for a natural 20, 36 that's in. it's going to be 48 points of damage oh.
5: oh so it just punches, it was a punch it it's just like punch, punches this attack. fucking things like head off, caves in, yeah. <laughs> caves in its fucking uh, like punches through <laughs> the shield, and still caves in the helmet and its skull it, as it drops just to the
0: right up against the cavern wall. Just boom, and the skeletal champion crumbles to the ground in a pile of bones. Izori. that was over double
5: its HP. Just it's <laughs> right. a big hit. or was double basically double. Never mind. Yeah. Uh okay is
2: Ori so the Skeletal Champion's gone big time it is okay. first action she's going to attempt to demoralize this creature okay I don't know who you are or where you came from but I assure you we are going to break you down into those bits and pieces that make you up and she flourishes her rapier at the same time uh, that is a 20, uh, but I'm going to use it, your hero point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it was
0: a four on the die. Brutal.
2: Yeah, six on the die for 22. Better.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, You've had a couple of those recently, just like yeah. back-to-back hero points, no good. Um I'm afraid it is not uh, intimidated by you. It, it, if anything, it just turns in your direction a little bit after punching this skeletal champion, and you can see like its like fists like held in the air, and you you suddenly notice there's like these ethereal like manacles around its wrists and its legs, and it just looks like it's ready to just come at you with a punch.
2: Okay, she will spend her final two actions starting to gently sing under her breath, just and it builds and builds and she lets out a haunting hymn. Uh, which all require a DC 27 basic fortitude save please
0: fortitude save uh, I rolled real good that's a 39 that would be a critical success so no damage no damage okay so far not doing great on this thing um, lump can you um, change the
4: tide a bit Lump is going to hear this beautiful melody coming from Azori. Stride forward 20 feet to get into base to base and probably take some piercing damage.
0: Yeah, that's going to be uh, eight piercing damage as you step into the spiky aura.
4: Okay. And then is just going to let out, like, the most brutal scream right in this thing's face with painful vibrations.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be... <laughs> uh, Fortitude? Yep. Uh, 38.
4: That is a critical success.
0: Unaffected. And it's not going well. Uh, <laughs> top of round two, Tulak.
5: Tulak reaches out his hand and into it pops the machine gun of magic missiles. <laughs> and Manifold. Tulak will clap that off. Okay. And for the first time ever, not cheating while doing it. It's <laughs> gonna be a four, four, eight.
1: Well oh, one.
5: It's nine points of damage. Nine points
0: of damage, okay. And that's it. Alright, uh, and uh Kruka. This is bad.
3: First action, he's going to throw the light hammer twenty five to hit.
0: Uh twenty five is a miss. Fuck.
3: Ah. I don't know what to hit him with. I don't really have much. <laughs> yep, big fuck off axe. I doubt slashing is gonna do a whole lot of good right now.
0: Oh, you don't have your rage on by the way. Or do you? Yeah I do. Oh you do. Yeah. But you are.
3: Uh and I also don't wanna step into that uh emanation, so yeah, he's gonna step 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 in and take a swing.
0: Just for so you know, it's if you are stepping in or through the said area. So if you're just standing there still, it won't affect you. It's moving through it is the okay, problem. So
3: st- yeah, and when he knocks me back, I can't really help but
0: step in. Yeah, it's I mean. tough, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you take okay. six piercing damage coming
3: in. Six, okay. And a swing with a map minus four. 29 to hit. 29 will hit. Fuck Yeah.
0: 15 damage, 11 bludge, 4 fire. Okay, bam. First good solid hits from Kruka. And that's your turn. Toss, move, strike. Um, And as soon as you hit this thing, it actually like crumbles. The whole thing just falls apart in front of you into a bunch of pebbles and just like hits the ground and like slips into the ground and all the spikes disappear around you. And it just vanishes before your eyes uh, as the pile of rocks just, like, seep into the ground. And it uh, suddenly uh, pops up on the other side right next to Izori and and Tulak as uh, Lump can feel it just burrowing underneath their feet, just... <laughs> The tremors just, and you can all feel it, but Lump, you could just detect it moving underneath and it pops up from the ground after it crumbled and will um, launch a punch.
3: Question yeah. uh, Could Krukka kind of clock where it's going and try to no escape after him?
0: Um, that's a very good question. Um, roll me a perception check. Twenty-one. I'm gonna say no. Okay, it's got an ability called Earth Glide that lets it move through like stone and stuff like pretty much seamlessly. So there's yeah. basically no signs of it passing through uh, at all. So you're not able. You're like you can feel the trembles, but you can't see or detect the direction.
5: You know that sound of like uh, the ocean when you're on a small pebble beach and it's like sucking back out, and it makes that cool. Yeah. Sound? Yeah, that's what I figure. It like
3: I would like to make the argument that I can use infernal braille lore. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, nice Because try. it's like these bumped surfaces <laughs> all
1: over the rock. No, okay. Kraka puts his hand uh,
5: on like the on like all the uh, pebbles on
0: the ground. And he's just like, mmm, her in the rye. <laughs> uh, this thing throws a punch at uh, Izori. For a 38 to hit. Crit. Uh, that's going to be 56 damage. Oh, And then... Uh, I think... Let me just double check my action economy here. Crumble was a reaction. And... Let me just double check how fast it can move here. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and then it rolls out... Um, Actually, I think it's going to go for a push, and it's going to knock Izori back into Lump. Um, you're right. kind of escaping the spikes, but all the spikes start coming up all around you, Tulok. Izori, what do you do in response?
2: Her first action, she's going to stride, so she's well away from this creature. And then with her next two actions, she's going to cast Friend Fetch on Tulok. Hey. So these these ethereal, telekinetic strands shoot out and drag Tulak towards me. This is a forced movement, so you have the opportunity to resist if you'd like. Otherwise,
0: you are just going to stop directly in front of me. Uh, I will ride the ride. Okay. It's forced movement, which means it wouldn't trigger any reactions, but it is a drag. So I am going to say the spikes still affect you for one of the squares. You're going to take five piercing damage. Fine. Sorry. I tried. Seems worth it. <laughs> Ow. Better, than take a, better than taking one of those punches. Um, Alright, that's your turn, Azori. Lump.
4: Uh, Lump is... Let's see. Turn order... Okay. Uh, Lump is going to go ahead and... A two action heal on Azori for 55 points. <laughs> Jesus. And shit. D- yeah. Haven't I? Let's one
2: away from full. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Don't did be too my best. To,
4: and then we'll raise a shield looking back at the group. You go, I'll hold them off until it's good to get away. Just make sure everyone else gets out.
0: Oh, uh, all right, that's your turn. And so this thing punches uh, Izori back, who then runs and just like magically zips Tulak out of there. And then you just, he just sees like Lump turn, like cast a spell and just turn shield up in preparation. And this thing just grabs a rock from the ground, hefts it up, and just eyeing Lump, ready to strike. And that's what we're going to call it. Stemming the Tide is an actual play podcast of the Adventure Path Abomination Vaults and is produced by the Uncharted North Network. Stemming the Tide uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Stemming the Tide is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit Paizo.com. Music is composed by Will Savino and artwork by Greyhood. Stemming the Tide is recorded remotely using Foundry Virtual Tabletop. If you wish to connect with us or support this project and projects to come, we can be found at unchartednorth.ca, patreon.com unchartednorth, and on all major social media platforms. Links to all credits can be found in the episode description and our website. Thanks for tuning in.